Welcome to episode 16 of the Blokebusters podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Paul. And today is May 8th, 2013. Uh, today we're going to be discussing some of our guilty pleasure movies. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. And, uh, discussion might not be the word for some of them. Uh, Just laying into it. Fight. <laughs> <laughs> Brawl. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see where it goes. But I don't know, maybe uh, we want to talk about real quick what is a guilty pleasure movie sure I mean, yeah what are your thoughts on it well i think there's a couple of different things that you can go with for guilty pleasure there is the film that you watch and all of your friends or everyone that you ever meet and talk to about it has just said to you like so no that film is shit mm-hmm. why, why are you even watching this this film is terrible and you still like it <laughs> you can't necessarily mm-hmm. get these people onto your mm-hmm. side but you just really like that film the other one that I've decided when kind of compiling my list is the sort of film that you say don't like 99.99% of that genre, be it Western, be it romantic comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you yourself pan all of those films. You say, oh, no, that's crap, that's crap, that's crap. And then your friend find out, hang on, <laughs> you actually like, say, Titanic. Uh. <laughs> How can you... Go on about all this, and you like Titanic, yeah. and you had to then like. Well, no, actually, it's, you know, there's some very solid performances. Yes, I love the action. I love the action. The last ten minutes are great. Everyone dies. Perfect. There yes, I like when the guy hits the propeller. That's the only part I liked. I swear. So yeah, it's it's not necessarily a fully defined yeah. guilty pleasure thing, but I think those two sort of sum up the majority mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, and as I was saying, you know, like. Before we got started recording, like it's different for everyone. Some of the movies we may name uh, may be some of your favorites, or just like, what is wrong with that movie? Yeah, <laughs> that's a classic. It's an all-time favorite. Uh, but you know, is there something to it to us that is slightly taboo, or I don't yeah. know if that's the correct word, but w- maybe wouldn't volunteer that I loved that movie around certain circles. Yeah, <laughs> even though I should say, even though they're called guilty pleasures, I. I think Paul and I both wouldn't have a problem admitting any of these to no. anyone. If asked if I liked the movie, I would tell them yes, and they can make fun of me and yeah. whatever. But I'm still stand by uh, my yeah. taste or lack thereof. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and for every single one of these films, we can give the reason why we like them. Yeah, whether it be and, nostalgia or, yeah, I don't know, just cheesiness that... We yeah. know we've come to love, or just for some reason that combination of actors mm-hmm. is yeah. right for us. Mm-hmm. So and, at the right time in our life, it mirrored something, whatever. Yeah, and of course, ninety nine point nine 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 percent of people that hear those arguments will still say, "But it's crap," <laughs> <laughs> and fair dues. That's what they yeah. think of the film. But mm-hmm. this is what we think of the film. This is our podcast. You go get your own. <laughs> Damn right. They're, they're right. <laughs> and this, how much you pay for this? No. Yeah. <laughs> right. You don't uh, have to listen to it, but please do keep listening please do. to it. Yes, so what are you saying, Paul, for the love of God? <laughs> yes, yeah, maybe I'll erase that. <laughs> well, you've already downloaded it, so we already have the stat. Ah, ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> tricked you. <laughs> Alright. Doesn't well, matter if it gets to the finish or not. Yeah. No, just right. as long as it's been downloaded, that's fine. But by please, us. yeah. You know, no, no, you might hear yours here and here. 
Uh, yeah. In here, in here, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So why don't Might you toss something. out the first one? Uh, we'll try to keep these to maybe three minutes each or four minutes. Try to move through them pretty quickly. Yeah, we're yeah. probably. I don't think nothing. we need to run down cast lists and. Uh, no, you know, no, no. unless there's a very specific yeah. reason. Yeah, there will be a reason to bring up some people. All right. So do you want me to go first? Oh or? yeah, go ahead. I'll uh, you toss this first one up and I'll smack it down. All right. <laughs> My first one on the list was not the first one I thought of, but uh-huh. I thought better start with this yeah. one. It is is Wild Wild West the 1999 <laughs> film starring Will Smith as Jim West mm. uh, I'm sure everyone knows the song better than they know the film and mm, yeah. Kevin Klein <laughs> probably much better song <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kevin Klein and yeah. Kenneth Branagh Salma Hayek a bunch of people yeah a lot of those people that you think like you know they were in that film why mm-hmm. were they in this film and money yeah, <laughs> yeah why was ben affleck in paycheck for yeah. paycheck <laughs> yeah, as kevin smith said the title was very <laughs> yes but yeah the this film i don't know if it probably was mostly just the time i watched it it was a time where will smith was still fairly up there he had starred in fresh prince of bel-air i don't know if he'd been in men in black one at that point but it was around the time that he started getting the big roles and there's this film which is basically what i i like to think of it as sort of steampunk western that's what they tried for <laughs> yeah. And yeah i i liked the idea of steampunk at the time i had no idea what mm-hmm. steampunk was and i liked the idea of it's a western that isn't the western that you are used to. You know to. who should be who should who should do steampunk? Nolan. Ooh. How would Ooh. the Nolan verse look in steampunk? Yeah, that would I think that's the right guy, not uh whoever the hell directed that garbage. Yeah, but. I don't know. <laughs> I would it look was it up, a little but... too cheeky, a little too look at all this stuff going on. <laughs> oh, Barry Sonnenfeld. Oh, just of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And in case you want to listen to it, Kevin Smith has a fantastic story about this film was actually written for the guy who wanted a giant spider to fight Superman in the third act of a film. And then he was taken off the project and given this project. Yeah. Hmm. Thank God he screwed up <laughs> Superman. Yeah. yeah. Leave your hands off of Superman. That's been screwed up enough. Yeah, <laughs> I think we can all agree on that, for the most part. Yeah, very much. So. Yeah, please, Man of Steel, don't disappoint. <laughs> please, it's not like the hopes are high at all. <laughs> yeah. Wow, we will kill you if it's not a ten. <laughs> but yeah, and it, this film, for whatever reason that I can't, I can never quite pinpoint. I just love. The character of Jim West. I like the, I like that guy making do in this time. We need a chess clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, we got like forty movies. Yeah, to I, go through. I, I, and I do kind of like the campiness of it. I fair enough. And like yet, I said, there are no wrong answers. And yet, but that's every wrong. single one of my friends <laughs> was just like, "So why do you like that film?" Yeah. And half the time, I have to come back with, "Okay, I don't know. I do." All right. Allow All me right. to re. But <laughs> All right. here's my rebuttal. Mm-hmm. Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> Match. <laughs> Let me just read you. You'll see a, a, a little running theme here in some of my picks. Yeah. And a, maybe a, another actor that'll be coming up again with the next one. But 
like I was telling Paul before we started, only some of these plot lines could occur in the 80s. Yeah. Listen to this. A pair of losers try to pretend that their murdered employer is really alive, but the murderer is out to finish him off. <laughs> At mm. the weekend party. And yes, of course, you have Andrew McCarthy. Like I said, maybe coming up a little bit later for me. Yeah. <laughs> and Jonathan Silverman. Who can forget him? Yeah. And Catherine Mary Stewart, my one of my 80s crushes, along with Karen Allen. She was also featured in a film I lent Paul, if Paul can think of it, but don't say it now if you do can think of it, but, yeah. because I will probably be including it as well, <laughs> okay. where she plays the wonderful Maggie in that movie. I think I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I may be completely wrong, but I'm fairly sure. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just, a completely ridiculous and stupid movie. I completely agree with that, anyone that says that. But I love it. It makes me laugh every time. I love when the guy keeps trying to buy the Porsche uh, golf cart. Uh, Or when he has the string tied to his hand, he keeps waving to, you know, dead Bernie keeps waving at people. He somehow has sex with someone up there, you know, with the drunkly, you know. It's just good fun. The kid buries him in the sand up there the whole time, just wearing shades and... Yeah. and it's completely idiotic and i love it <laughs> i i can see where you're coming from with that one i mean it, it's nothing i'm gonna say oh my god weekend and birdies is on tbs <laughs> cancel everything no. but i will watch 10 minutes of it and laugh yeah you, you'll come into yeah. it and be like, oh yeah i remember this bit uh, uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's something you know. It's still got a small little place in my heart, and right. I I do own it. <laughs> I did receive it as a gift, I think, but but still, yeah, it is still, in your collection. It is, yes, I did not re-gift it. <laughs> yeah, so I will uh, toss it back to you. All right. Well, the next one, and just so if anyone trying to keep track, these are in no particular order at no, this point. Not chronological. Not value. <laughs> no, these are just in the order they popped in, in my order, head. Yes, now. pretty much thought. All right. Love actually. Now, actually, yeah, (laughs) it is actually in this list. It is not necessarily all around. It's just at number two in the list. Now, this film, I know it's a romantic comedy. It is very much a romantic comedy. You just like it because it has Brits. (laughs) That does help. I will say I'm sure it helps in America as well. But yeah, it's starring people like Hugh Grant, Liam Neeson. I mean, I don't Mm. think I can not like Liam Neeson. Bill Nye is in it. You've got Colin Firth, Emma Thompson, Martin Freeman is in it, mm. and Alan Rickman is in it, playing Alan a slightly <laughs> playing slightly, slightly less Alan Rickman. Well, slightly less drunk than he normally sounds. <laughs> okay. still, still a bit tipsy. You've reached Alan Rickman. <laughs> and all of these plot lines coming together. Like uh, it's actually a little bit more intricate than you would expect. It starts off feeling like okay, this is just a bunch of love stories, and then round about halfway, two thirds of the way through the film, you start to see all of these things are actually weaving together. Some of these characters are related. Some of these characters know each other very well, and they keep bumping into each other. And then you've just got some really out there things, like there's a actor called Chris Marshall who was very famous in the UK for being in My Family. And he goes off to America because every girl in America fancies a guy with an English accent. Mm. And he says, the first bar I go into, I'll find three people willing to sleep with me. And the first bar he goes into, he finds three people willing to sleep with him. And they have a roommate who is willing to sleep with him. And it's just slightly off the wall. And you've got 
all of these fantastic people giving in fantastic performances and I found myself completely overlooking the fact that it's a romantic comedy and just seeing the comedy and just seeing these fantastic performances and there's still a bunch of people that say haha you love love actually <laughs> and I'll say I don't necessarily love it but I do like it a lot <laughs> And yeah, maybe I'll give it the old booty call. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I, I could maybe watch that again. I, I just. I think. I don't know what it was. The circumstances weren't right, and I wasn't feeling it. And right, I might give it another chance on I, cable. I, I would recommend it. I mean, Liam Neeson in particular is just. It starts off with. He's just lost. He his was also wife. in Battleship. That is my <laughs> comment. <laughs> yeah, th- this is a long time after that, actually. <laughs> Yes, where he's just saying yes to every script. Yeah, true. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> D- done there? All right, yes, clock. <laughs> All right. Well, I will continue the Andrew McCarthy love <laughs> with right. a little film called Mannequin. <laughs> Ah, okay. Are you familiar, sir? I have heard of it. I think I've seen a trailer, but unfortunately it's passed me by. Yep, Andrew McCarthy, Kim Cattrall. You have James Spader in there, little um, Bilbo himself yeah. from Lincoln. <laughs> That's about all of note. Uh, okay. Still Daddy, I guess, you know. Some right. people know her. But yeah, he, uh, Jonathan Switcher is a young artist. He doesn't seem to last in any job he does, but when he builds a mannequin, he makes it so perfect, he falls in love with it. Huh. <laughs> I'm, Ew. <laughs> I'm actually slightly disappointed I haven't seen this film. It's the first thing he has made that makes him feel like a real artist. Aww. <laughs> and yes. Should we and move so on of course, now? <laughs> of course, Kim Cattrall is the mannequin, and yes, he like puts her on the back of a motorcycle, and she comes to life, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's... Just wonderful. And <laughs> it's maybe also well known for the song by Starship, Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now. You know, we can oh. build this dream together. You know, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm familiar with Nothing's that one. Gonna stop us. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> classic cheesy 80s. It's and... actually shocking to me how common that type of story is. I think mm. off the top of my head, there's uh, Sim 1, and then there's another one where someone accidentally creates a virtual male version of the female Oh, I was going to say, I, I, got, I got another theme here. No, no, no. <laughs> got another theme tied in. No, no. We don't want to spoil yeah, that don't, one. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, we're... Uh, apparently, men that can't get oh, women find... Uh, in in creative objects. 80s ways to, to build them, ma- create them out of magic. Yeah, <laughs> it's... Either way, it's something sketchy's going on there. Yeah. It, it almost could be said that anything mm-hmm. with this particular plot will probably become a guilty pleasure if not a I want to see classic. I want to see Mannequin remade as he's just completely delusional and it and she never actually came to life right, <laughs> but so, he just perceived that she was right, so it's so, just him hauling around this mannequin everywhere <laughs> now that that would be good I mean yeah. or even leaving it a bit ambiguous at the end uh, I uh, uh, a little K-Pax yeah. style or uh, yeah well that or yeah, actually mm-hmm. taking what you said kind of going off Robot Chicken did it fantastically with Calvin and Hobbes mm-hmm. where you know the, the kid basically goes off the deep end and is like, imagining that him and his friend are killing all of the adults mm-hmm. uh, trying to keep them apart and all he's doing is just dancing around this or, stuffed little toy <laughs> or major spoiler major spoiler life of pi major spoiler if you've seen life of pi something similar yeah okay <laughs> yeah, yeah along those lines choose what you will to believe kind of in that yeah film, but, and i i do yeah. like films that do that but yeah. i'm assuming this film 
doesn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yes, this was not the mannequin that existed. And once again, I will concede it is utter shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I still love it. It's, yeah. it's a mannequin comes to life and he screws it. Come yeah. on, it's great. <laughs> and it's Andrew McCarthy. Come on. How yeah. do you not love it? All right. Yeah. That's my time on mannequin. Right. I don't. I think I gave it more than it deserved. <laughs> All right, back Clock. to you, sir. Clock. All right. The next one is Miss Congeniality, and this is one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Snort. This is one along the same lines as Love Actually. That when people hear it, they say, "How can you like Love Actually?" Not that it's a bad mm-hmm. film, because no one I've heard of say it's a bad film it's just not aimed at me in any way shape or form Mm -hmm. and this is one that i cannot give a reason for i like sandra bullock in as much as she's not your say carrie in sex in the city type person where it's like oh look at me and all this Mm -hmm. she is actually someone that you would expect to meet well she brings intelligence to like every role i will say that it's not the, not the ditzy, not the even though she's person, clumsy in this, yeah. but and not the person who is all about fashion mm-hmm. or whatever and well informed or well you know yeah, just this is an actual judgment. human being <laughs> yeah. that would actually join this part of the police force that she's on and you know, would probably act like this mm-hmm. I mean it's a very guy oriented type thing and she is very much a tomboy I do enjoy Shatner in it I'll say that I like Shatner, Shatner is good and I like Michael Caine as well oh, yeah, playing yeah. the very not said but the yeah. gay guy uh-huh. <laughs> who takes her under his wing yeah uh, yeah that's Tom Dunn or Todd, whatever the guy's yeah, yeah, that, I, that. I pulled it up and now I can't be bothered to look it up. And this is one of those films that I sat down to watch because it was just on TV and I had nothing else to do. And by about half an hour into it, I realized I'm actually invested in this. I like some of these characters. I like the situation. I like the idea that they are making fun of the Miss Universe contest or whatever yeah. it is, but also respecting it. Because there are people that get into it for the right reason. There are also people that get into it for the wrong reason. And I like that it actually was a slightly intelligent look at this sort of thing in a world where films don't do that, really. These sorts of films do not take an intelligent look. They take a romanticized look. And this wasn't it. I I enjoyed it. Uh, It's nothing, you know, I'm going to ever need to feel like I need to see again. But I was all right. You know, and I like Sandra Bullock. I, you know, I met her on... When we were in Savannah, when she was filming Forces of Nature, I met her and Affleck. Nice. So I actually met her making a worse movie than the one you, <laughs> than the one you just mentioned. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which I, there's nothing that I will not be bringing that movie up again ever, probably. So right. <laughs> Forces of Nature fan fan out there, I would say fans, but fan. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but then again, this probably isn't the podcast for you. All right, All right. clock. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it in the '80s again. With... Oh yeah. <laughs> With a wonderful movie. I'll go ahead and let you name it for me, maybe, with Tom Selleck, Ted Danson, Steve uh, Gutenberg, Gutenberg. Hmm, Gutenberg, and a baby. And a baby. <laughs> Three men and a baby. Oh, oh, no, I was thinking of Police Academy. Where was I? Oh, well, Gutenberg, was, yeah, your go-to there for that. But Gutenberg, the king of the 80s, yeah. <laughs> by any measure. Yeah, I like the movie. I love, you know, Ted Danson trying to powder the baby's butt, you know, all that stuff, and calling his mom on the phone, and like, what do I do? I'm yeah. a grown man. I don't know, you know, what's going on. It's, you know, got some heartwarming moments in there. It's still silly, because it's, once again, 1987. Yeah. <laughs> and you got the huge 
loft apartment with all the great murals everywhere, you know. I just, I think it's fantastic. Well, I don't know if fantastic might be a bit strong. <laughs> Three men and a little lady. Now yeah. that's fantastic. Ah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> all sequels to 80s movies. But, uh, yeah, it's just... I like the dynamic of those three together. I I don't even know if I saw the sequel. I don't think I did. <laughs> I was like, I think I've seen that movie. It's good. Right. Yeah, good. Where I'm good with that. Where it is, but yeah. you know, it's got a nice little message to it. And who was the woman in there? Nancy Travis. That's who it was. Yeah, as the mom who can't take care of her baby, but 90 minutes later can. <laughs> <laughs> But at the end, yeah, like, yeah no, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. But then I get, yeah, and then they're all living together. I don't know, in some weird, once again, weird 80s thing. Three guys and a woman together. Yeah. At least she wasn't plastic at one point, yeah. I guess. So <laughs> she's got that going for her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's all I'm going to say on Three Men and a Baby. All right, fair <laughs> Clock, enough. Back to you, sir. All right, my next one is a film, once again, that everyone hears that I like and just goes, What? This one actually legitimately shocked my wife that I said I like this film. Billy Elliot. Hmm. Now. I don't know if I would consider that a guilty pleasure, but no, that's interesting. No, that's the thing. It is a very good film. It's a great, yeah. And you know, that is why I like it. It is a fantastic film. It's about a really interesting era of English history. Mm-hmm. The whole coal miners issue is brilliant to go into. I mean, they don't necessarily explore it that much but the fact that that is the backdrop with this stuff happening is a really good thing but everyone that I've said at least in my friends everyone that I've said I like Billy Elliot has looked at me as if I just said I'm a green alien with two heads (laughs) it's like I don't understand. Why does everyone think that I can't like Billy Elliot just because I don't it's about like a young ballet? Guy dancing, yeah. Like it's it's almost like saying, "Oh, there's no way that I could like Inception because my wife hasn't died." Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because well, I don't have the one just, thing. Just because, <laughs> just because it discusses ballet or ballet takes place doesn't mean it's not a well structured story I know or, you know, or it doesn't have interesting characters it's got a fantastic soundtrack even though I might not it, like all the songs I understand it works that. well within that film yeah, yeah. It, it's really well done oh uh, yeah I would I and I, again this is why I said at the beginning that, heart, that some of it is just that everyone looks at you like you've just said something weird and all I've said is I like Billy Elliot my wife looks at me like you like Billy Elliot what and yeah, I like Billy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. as, as you say, it's a good film. So is. that, I, that I, is I, my defense. We are agreed. Okay. <laughs> Just in case anyone out there is like, you like Billy Elliot? Yes. We it's a good both film. do, and I'm a man. Yeah. Clock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I promise I will get out of the 80s here at some point. It's not happening just yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to another film where two losers need to make a girlfriend yeah. or a woman. <laughs> two little hornballs. And they create them on their, like, I don't know even know what it was, an Apple II or who knows what this thing was Atari, in 85. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on their Intellivision or their ColecoVision. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, this film is called Weird Science, if you haven't guessed. Yeah. <laughs> and we have Anthony Michael Hall, you know, the Rat Pack member. Yeah. Ian Mitchell Smith as his friend. I don't can't name one other movie he did, but you got Kelly LeBrock. Ah, oh, Kelly LeBrock as Lisa, the woman they create. Yeah. Bill Paxton as the dickhead brother Chet. Yeah. <laughs> and the only other name I will mention is yeah. a small little role mm-hmm. of Ian by Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I was wondering <laughs> if you were going to bring that one up. Yeah. 
I did didn't need to mention that in there. Yeah, so look out for Robert Downey Jr. If you did not see him in that or yeah, not I, notice him, in I there found before. that out after having watched it for the last time. So mm-hmm. now I want to go back and just be like, oh yeah, it is Robert Downey. Jr. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, obviously they create this woman, and it's more than they bargained for. <laughs> I I love John Hughes. I would I would like to do a cast on him, whether by myself or with Paul at some no, point. Oh yeah, I'm a big but uh, fan. it is definitely like I think we said earlier before we started his most out there script, his yep. most out there story. Just it is bizarre, <laughs> <laughs> and even spawned a TV show which I loved with Vanessa Angel. Yeah, I, I uh, that ran for a few seasons. I, I don't know. I think I've only seen about. Th- Ten episodes, and then that's I think how she got Kingpin. But I don't, I don't, I'm pretty hmm. sure that's how like that was her first big right. role. But yeah, I don't know who the friends were on that. But yeah. yeah, but there are a lot of interesting things. You know, they shower together, and there's I don't know. They get it's craziness, parties, and you know, oh, we're gonna get in trouble, all yeah. that kind of stuff, and it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's once again yeah. great eighties fun. I, I really like it. <laughs> I like it. And, uh, I mean, come on, they wear brassiers on their head. Yeah. When they're making the woman, how do you not love that? And then she comes in out of the smoke into the bedroom and jaws dropping, you know. Yeah. And then this of course, tall, leggy, yeah, brunette. And then, of course, a fantastic way they then bring her back at the end of the film hmm. where she, like, you know, they try and do it again and lower to his shoes. <laughs> I'm not going to bother going into it because yeah. it's actually a kind of funny twist yeah. to it. Yeah. So, uh, you know. Check it out. Either you're on board with that or you're not. Like, yeah. like all of these. <laughs> and that is my time on that one. All right. This one, I promise, is going to be very quick. I've only got a couple of things to say about it. And I'm sure Brian will have more to say about it. No, we'll see. Right. It, basically, the second and third Pokemon film. Yeah, just, just I'm laughing quietly, people. Yeah, head is down, shaking. <laughs> Basically, the reason that I really like these films, and that I haven't said the first one, even though I did watch that as well, was the second one, the soundtrack got me. The soundtrack. Well, then buy the soundtrack. No, yeah, I know. <laughs> the soundtrack really got me, and I liked the idea of the story, which is just this guy is trying to bring this ultimate Pokemon. Turns out, like, you know, 50 generations down the line, there's no way this one could ever go up against the ultimate, ultimate Pokemon, but whatever. By capturing all of the legendaries known to date. And, well, people are going to correct me there. Okay, three of the legendary bird Pokemon, blah, blah, blah. And the argument that comes from these people trying to create balance in the world and this guy is trying to destroy that for his own pure greed is actually an interesting idea. And then the soundtrack really caught me. And then the third film, I will actually say just watch it because it's one of the best animated films I have ever seen and I'm including some of the more adult animated films that I've watched because some of the shots and some of the textures in it are just fantastic. It's almost as if Miyazaki had a hand in it. It's actually that good looking. I'm not necessarily saying that it's the best film for everyone because it is Pokemon but I was into Pokemon at the time it came out. So... That's why I watched it, and I'm really glad I did. And now I know everyone's just going to laugh at me, <laughs> because I've said no, Pokemon. No, 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 no. You're in a safe but place. I was into it, and then past that, I think I watched maybe one or two more, and it really just was, no, I was done at that point. So 
I'm sure people would have said, oh, he should have been done about ooh, three films earlier. But <laughs> <laughs> that, I, I, I'm calling time on that one. All right, yeah, I'm done. I'm I done. think that, yeah. <laughs> this one I think I might be even quicker on. Okay. Uh, guess, I, can you guess what decade this was from? I'm going to guess the 60s. The 80s. Oh, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I think you, I can, we'll get some shit for this one, too, because two very unmanly words in here. Pretty in pink. <laughs> ah. Yes. And once again, another John Hughes. Yep. You got Molly Ringwald. It, it is the... Uh, Molly Ringwald? No. No, of course. <laughs> and once again, Andrew McCarthy is in here. Okay. Uh, John Cryer is Ducky. James Spader, once mm-hmm. again. My second James Spader one. And, it's as uh, if John Hughes likes to use the same people. Oh, yeah, you never know. <laughs> and yeah, so not to be confused with 16 Candles, people. This is not 16 Candles. No. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know. I think it's enjoyable. It's like, you know, it doesn't get as much love as 16 Candles or the other, um, like, say, Breakfast Club, which is a fantastic film, not a guilty pleasure, with, yeah. which, of course, has Molly yeah. Ringwald and all the other Brat Packers. <laughs> but I still enjoy it. I will watch 10, 20 minutes whenever it's on AMC or TBS, TNT, whatever they throw it on. Yeah. And usually they'll do that and 16 Candles or something like that. And, hey, I'll make an evening of it. <laughs> <laughs> a nice manly evening of it. Right. Yeah, Sometimes just, you just have to do it. Yeah. It's, you know, she's just trying to choose between a, her sweetheart and this sensitive playboy rich guy, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but I wonder which way it'll go. <laughs> That's my time on Pretty in Pink. That's, All right. No more needs to be said there. All right, well, I'm just going to give you the synopsis of this one. And if you don't know what it is, then most people will say, you know, well done for you for not watching it. Okay. Disgraced Navy SEAL Shane Wolf is handed a new assignment. Protect the five plumber kids from enemies of their recently deceased father, a government scientist whose top secret experiment remains in the kids' house. And it stars... Mr. Vin Diesel as the pacifier. <laughs> oh my there god. It is. Basically Oh any... my god, go watch Pokemon yeah, people. Yeah. Basically any I Vin thought we had Diesel hit bottom. <laughs> any Vin Diesel film with the possible exception of Chronicles of Riddick, I haven't watched it, don't really want to. I seem to be a fan of. I like the guy. What can I say? He's one of those people, a bit like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Any old Arnold Schwarzenegger comedy is almost like you know, it has a cult following of its own because it's so bad it's good but I Vin th- Diesel <laughs> I decided to pick the pacifier as the one to lead into it because I knew that we'd get that reaction oh, my, I, I think we needed to have a veto rule before we started recording <laughs> yeah, where we yeah, just have yeah. one as veto nope you're done talking to end on the next <laughs> well if you want to if you want to do that go for it I, I'm fine well it's too late now <laughs> that would have been my veto <laughs> no, it, no you can veto it now I haven't started going into it really if you want Oh, you haven't? <laughs> no, no, I've just given you the plot. I'm not going any further into it yet. Do we want to hear him go into it? No, they said I, I think cricket. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I will just say that this is another one I cannot give a proper reason why I liked it. It might just there be, is none. <laughs> yeah, it might just be at the time I was the right age for the film. You know, I was a teenager and I happened to like Vin Diesel. I loved him in Pitch Black. And then he did this one at some point. I think it was just after Triple X. And so I enjoyed seeing him in the role, and mm-hmm. that just kind of made the film bearable for me. And then I just mm-hmm. kind of grew to enjoy it. So. He was good in Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> That's what I will say. <laughs> How short is his role in it? Uh, 
Ten had about ten minutes of screen time, <laughs> oh, maybe. Ten minutes. All right. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere around that, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. He does die though. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah doesn't do too well on the the beach storming front, does he? Mm, nah, I don't know. But he uh, gets in there. I think he dies, you know, inland. Uh, but, but yeah, okay. I will say he yeah. touches the beach, maybe as he sings. <laughs> no, to the he, of the he gets sea. in. I believe. I think it's like into a town. I don't know. But anyway, that's all right. Yeah, that that is it for me from okay. from Vin Diesel. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Now. This one, we're going back in time a little more. This is from the 70s. Ooh, yay! <laughs> yes, I'm getting more progressive. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, something, I uh, will say, is hired is, it, is hired on to run a tractor trailer full of beer over county lines in hot pursuit of a pesky sheriff. And I didn't say the key word that gave it away there. He's a bandit. <laughs> Smokey yeah. and a bandit. <laughs> All right. I don't know if I, it's... I was thinking about this as really a guilty pleasure film because mm. I know it has a ton of fans from yeah. that watched it at that time. Yeah. But if you watch it empirically, it is not such a great film. Yeah. <laughs> is it a thing that doesn't hold up? It is. It. Yeah. You hear that song you used bound and down, doing a truck. You know, yeah. you hear that nineteen thousand times, and it, it, yeah. you got the silly car chases, and it's it's Dukes of Hazard, you know. I was I was but, about to say, yeah, yeah. It, it is Dukes of Hazard before there was a Dukes of Hazard, you know, film or whatever. But or I don't know, maybe there was it, one earlier. I, I well, don't it, recall. Correct uh, me. I was uh, a, the yeah. only Dukes of Hazard film I know about is the Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson. Or wasn't oh, Johnny no, sorry, Knoxville. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Uh, and, oh, what the hell am I talking about? That's Starsky yeah, and Hutch. Yes. Yes. yes, sorry. It is Johnny yeah. Knoxville and Scott Stifler. Stifler, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sean yeah. William Scott. Yeah, there you go. That's Scott. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if they're going to Yeah, but it's it's very much that of that brand. Yeah. And, you know, oh, you can't catch me, and I'm going to do this little trick, and, you know, keep yeah. on running. It's, of course, Burt Reynolds and yeah. old Mrs. Lincoln herself. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stand on it. <laughs> Calm it down, Mary. <laughs> yeah, Jerry Reed, it's Cletus. It's a good watch. One of those that's on seems to be on TV a lot. <laughs> Action, comedy, crime. Yep. 1977. Action, comedy, crime. And crime genres, yes. <laughs> and on, I think, a few sequels. I don't know. At least one. I don't know how many. But that's the best one. Much I, like Cannonball Run, which I'm not going to go into, but... I must say, yeah. I like the idea of... I think every film should be advertised as... Every single genre just smashed together. But this is an action comedy crime film. Action <laughs> comedy romance crime. <laughs> All of that. Film noir. Just, just like the rom-com yeah. of Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. All right. What do you have? All there? right. My next one is... Actually, now this is going into the realm of what we said we would steer clear of, which is like you got your DreamWorks and your Pixar. Those are the films that every kid wants to see and every adult also wants to see mm-hmm. because they're just so well made. This is before all of that. And this Way is... Way before time. No. No. <laughs> I would actually say... And this might alienate some people. I'm not a fan of the Land Before Time films. <gasps> Just that I only ever saw the first one. Right. And I cried. I cried, people. It's sad. Oh. Okay, well, go did, ahead. Did you also cry at the beginning of Bambi when uh, when the mother... I don't think so. Oh. Hmm. I don't know. Dinosaurs, yes, dear. No. Okay. Yeah. I I'm like learning. crying when real things die, Paul. Uh, true, true. <laughs> not fictional, dear. No, no. <laughs> some magical... <laughs> All right. Uh, so, okay. what is it? This is Fern Gully. I have heard. I think I may have even seen this. Fern Gully. I don't recall it. Though. The two biggest stars, and I'm saying that from my point of view, 
would be Tim Curry as the mm-hmm. voice of the bad guy in it, who is basically this evil pollutant monster that was trapped in a tree, which is accidentally released by the humans coming and cutting all the trees down. And then you've got Robin Williams, who is Batty. I'll give you one guess as to what type of being Batty is. Cow. Yes. <laughs> He's a batty cow. No. He's a bat that has escaped from a human laboratory that has been performing experiments. That's laboratory to you and me, folks. Yes. Okay. <laughs> to yes. anyone that's not related to Paul. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I gotta get one of those in per podcast, yeah, right? Sure. Yeah, right. Quota match. <laughs> and this film is another one of those films that people are shocked I like because it's basically an environmentalist message type film. Mm but told through these characters that I think it's another one of those things of they're more real characters than you normally see. They're not the overly excitable, like, kiddie film characters. You've got a rookie fairy who is just learning to use her magic but doesn't really want to use her magic and then does use it on this one human who's about to be killed. And he is... You know, you know, shocked and annoyed at the fact that he's just been shrunk down to the size of a fairy and he tells her like change me back and she says you know I can have a crack at it and his response is have a crack at it great I've been shrunk by an amateur and she's clumsy and then you've got all of these other characters who are acting exactly the way that you would think that all of these people would act I mean you've got all of these fairies that just want the human to go Rightly so. <laughs> They're trying to save everything. And then you've just got Tim Curry as the wonderful Tim Curry. <laughs> you know, just being the bad guy. And then Robin Williams just being batty. Basically, the way they get away with him being Robin Williams is he's had something done to his brain. Which means every time something touches a little wire, he goes off the wall. And, yeah, you know, wouldn't you know it happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, Fuck. yeah. Fuck. <laughs> you can probably tell why I like the film. All right. I'm going to lump these next two together as their main guy. Grease 2 <laughs> and Saturday Night Fever. Grease 2. 2. And Saturday Night Fever. Because Grease 1 is not a guilty pleasure enough. I it's will, not enough of a guilty I will pleasure. Say I don't think I've ever seen Grease 2. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I'm going to assume that the initials JT are involved here. <laughs> Some, so, yeah, something along those lines. Yeah. And I'm really not going to defend uh, those beyond that. Is I it? like them. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of those ones that you just can't really I, explain. I, I hate disco. I love Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> <laughs> I usually hate those kind of... 50s song and dance type musical things. Yeah. Love Grease too. <laughs> so, right. I don't know. That's it for me. Right. <laughs> Back to you, Paul. Okay. <laughs> See how it's done. Uh, very well done, sir. Alright, my next one, it's another actor that I really like. And I'm not even sure why I just like him overall. The film that I decided to pick for that, though, is... Gone in 60 Seconds, the remake. The remake? Yeah. Because there was one... Because the first one is good. Yes. (laughs) This is what we're saying. (laughs) The first one is considered far better than the remake, I will say. However, Yes, when you bill Angelina Jolie as, like, second, (laughs) and she had six minutes in the movie... Yeah, whatever. Was. That was a big old <laughs> pulled wool over my eyes. Well, yeah, especially given some of the other like real actors. And then you make Angelina Jolie like ugly or whatever. Yeah. Tried to or whatever. Just right. make her look dirty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
What was her stupid yeah. name in that? Six or uh, uh, twelve or <laughs> uh, I don't know. It was something don't ri- know. ridiculous. Yeah, probably. Yeah. 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 Well, you can probably guess the actor that I'm referring to now. Then, if oh, top build. Oh, and Cage, Mr. Yeah. Cage. Yes. Yeah. That I really like Nick Cage. I like Next just because I like Nicholas Cage and I like the mm. idea of time travel, seeing the future, and that stuff. Yeah. I really, <laughs> I really, really like Drive Angry just because I think they handed Nicholas Cage a blank check. And said, go make a film. And this is what came out of it. Because he is just having fun, killing people, driving quickly, and being very sarcastic. I mean, it's kind of the idea of Nicolas Cage. I think in almost anything he's in. And it's one where I will say, a bit like, I know the Schwarzenegger film done on the list, but a bit like with Schwarzenegger, any comedy he's in, I'll watch. Just because I like seeing him attempt to do the comedy. I will watch almost anything with Nicolas Cage in it just because I like Nicolas Cage that much. <laughs> and everyone always says to me, like, yeah, well, why do you like Nicolas Cage that much? He's not necessarily that good of an actor. And he was I, in the 80s, I think. Well, well no, that's and the thing. Early 90s. He was a very good actor. I would say he'd had some very good roles. Leaving Las Vegas, yeah. Raising yeah. Arizona. Um, well, I, I what's the, cow, the Western? Oh, I can't think of it right yeah. now, but I love that one, yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I will say The Weatherman as well, like a more recent film. I thought he was very good in that. Right? And, you know, it's just one of those ones of I like the actor and that kind of makes the film okay for me. It had Even, nice. I liked it because of the cars. I, I actually bought I, it because yeah. I liked the cars. And I, liked, yeah. I will say I... But the movie... Uh, Eleanor yeah. is now one of the cars that I would want if I was no object. And yeah. I mean Eleanor with the turbo button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want that uh, car. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I right. think that's it for me. All right. Ding. I think we're, this is uh, fun to kind of do it this way. I, I bet you, <laughs> you will be able to, uh, by reading the description, I mean. Okay. Um, I, this one's one sentence, and I bet you will get it. <laughs> hmm. well, I say that. No. A high schooler <laughs> discovers that he is a werewolf. <laughs> huh. I think it was Teen Wolf 2. <laughs> so close. Oh! <laughs> Teen Wolf. Team. The original. Uh, yeah, I can see that. That was a good film. Well, in my opinion. Yeah, back to the 80s if you couldn't guess. Yeah, but yeah. of course you got Michael J. Fox and Jerry Levine as Styles. Um, who was the dad? Oh, James Hampton. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, you know, basketball team and... He turned, you know, oh, what? And then he, of course, finds out his dad's a werewolf. And, oh, the whole family is werewolves. Yeah. And he got the famous bathroom scene, you know, where he's turning, you know, and yeah. the dad thinks he's doing something else in there, you know. <laughs> like, why don't you unlock this door? Unlock <laughs> Whatever. And uh, also, you know, fun fact, if I'm sure most of you filmophiles know, but... In the unedited version, if you still have it, you can see a man's genitalia in the stands. (laughs) He does whip it out. I think he's shooting free throws at the time, or I don't know what's going on. I think that's what's going on. It is just before the crowd stands up for the Yeah, Yeah. and there's, yep, hello, Mr. Happy out there. Uh, Yeah, so look for that, folks. (laughs) That's Teen Wolf. Yeah, <laughs> I will say like yeah, Michael J. Fox again is one of those actors that kind of gets a pass mm-hmm. for me. Like I'll, mm-hmm. I'll pretty much watch anything. I want to see it. a Teen Wolf Back to the Future uh, mm-hmm. hybrid. <laughs> a werewolf goes back in time with that brown. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that would be interesting. <laughs> Why not? I, I will say one more quick thing. I really like what they did with the werewolves in that film. I thought that they was could a travel. Ooh, they could it. travel back to a time when like they're hunting werewolves or something. You know, hmm. you know back to yeah. Yeah. Or, or like, yeah, back, back to back when to they're Middle just Ages or to, something. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There we go. All right, let's write it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Christopher Lloyd and Michael Fox right. will come in for that. 
We'll make it a very bumpy ride back to the... <laughs> I know that was a bit poor taste. But <laughs> oh, hey. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't want to have him do any of my no, surgeries. Yeah. That's all. Okay. All what right. do you got, Paul? All right, next one. I've actually only got a couple more like, okay. down. Okay, so, so I might have to, yeah. Just uh, try and... Start grouping mine. All right. An undercover cop infiltrates an underworld subculture of Los Angeles street racers looking to bust a hijacking ring and soon begins to question his loyalty when his new street racing friends become the prime suspects. Well, Fast and the Furious. Yes, number one. That no. is it. Yes, because the rest were <laughs> yeah. just crap. That was the thing. I, I prefer Tokyo Drift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say there is one good thing about Tokyo Drift, and it is after that the credits. That I didn't see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is after the credits, they have a cameo of Vin Diesel. That is the only mm. reason to see the film, and mm. you could pretty much just not watch the rest because it doesn't really have much to do with <laughs> the film. But yeah, Fast and the Furious is another one of those films that I tend not to be a big fan of action films, as it were. But for some reason, I, I'm getting Vin Diesel in it, but I like Paul Walker as well. And I really liked how they did the car racing in it. I mean, obviously, if you look at it now, the graphics are dated. Yeah. But this was the first film where they really started, like, they were going into cars, showing you how that was working when they were doing all the knots and kicking off and everything. And they elongated a 10-second drag race into a two-and-a-half-minute scene by giving you the perspectives of all the other cars, showing you what some of the characters are going through. And I thought it was a fantastic way to do that sort of thing because how do you make a 10 second drag race interesting and they actually managed it <laughs> it's one of the things that I watched and I was like well I actually like this now not to say that I like the cars because with the exception of the badass car at the end they're all just kind of meh in my opinion like the films <laughs> <laughs> meh but, but, but that, is, that is the problem if you now tell people that you like the first Fast and the Furious they will say, oh, no, because the rest of them are just kind of... Yeah. I thought it was okay. Like, the, you know, the first one if I'm wasn't using our, our rating system on the first film, I would give it at about a minus three and a half, minus four. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It is not a bad average, film. Average film. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's not a great film either. <laughs> Let's be clear. <laughs> no, it is, not a, it is not a fantastic film. But it is by no means as bad as people think it is, just because okay. the rest of them aren't that good. All right. <laughs> Now, this one is pretty obscure for most people, and I doubt you're going to be able to get this unless Unless it's something you really, yeah. Dracula is alive. In fact, he plans to rule the world, and that is why he seeks the help of other legendary monsters. However, a bunch of kids regarded by their peers as losers uncover the devious plan and prepare for a counter-strike. I have to say that I have no idea. I kind of think of this as the poor man's goonies. Not as, like, they have really anything to do with each other, other than that features, like, a group of young friends. Yeah. And, yeah. and against big circumstances, you know, um, these are monsters, Goonies are, you know, pirate treasure and all that what? stuff, One-Eyed Willie, but... Why does this sound like something that I at least know of? It's called, from, wouldn't you guess it, 1987, <laughs> <laughs> The Monster Squad. Oh, I've and heard you might have heard the quote, Wolfman's got nards <laughs> when he Wolfman gets, you know, yeah. knocked in the man region. And yeah, yeah you I, got Tom Noonan, that's the only real guy of note in yeah. there as Frankenstein. Bogus. <laughs> so if that's I, the only real guy of yeah. note then. <laughs> it, it, well, I, you recognize the name. Tom Noonan, I, I, I recognize the name, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But it's 
not a good film. <laughs> um, I'm bringing it up. A little shout out. I hate that phrase. Sorry. But to my roommate, Spider, loves this film. Grows up and actually prefers it over Goonies. I prefer Goonies over that. Because, obviously, Goonies is better. <laughs> I, I cannot but, say just yet, because I have not seen Monster Squad, uh, but yes. I will probably Back me up, people. It. Back me up, Combs. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, you got the whole Silver Bullets thing. Oh, we got to make Silver Bullets to kill this guy. And, you know, the little girl, you know, meets Frankenstein. Even though it should be called Frankenstein's Monster and yeah. not Frankenstein. <laughs> they call him Frankenstein in this movie, which, you know, is wrong. <laughs> but if we're nitpicking, nitpicking at things wrong with the Monster Squad, that's kind of at the bottom of the list yeah <laughs> the acting is horrible the plot is atrocious very thin but there's still something about it i love watching i bought the anniversary edition blu-ray i mean with you know it's fun i will say that for it <laughs> check it out if you haven't seen it and just laugh at how bad it is if, yeah. if that's what you want to do <laughs> uh, you know it's better than Geely. Why, why, why? <laughs> don't spend your time that's so bad it's painful <laughs> yeah but this is actually some funny stuff happening on so yeah that's the monster squad alright well the last one I have written down okay. on my list is I, I can't even just read you this because it will give it away straight away but it's Bill and Ted's Excellent adventure and Bill and Ted's bogus journey. I love. I would agree with that. I wish I had thought of that. This is one of those films that is on my list because it is not the sort of film. The humor in this film is typically not something that I tend. No, and it doesn't age well. That sort of humor. No, it doesn't. But for some reason, I just find Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves together as these two incredibly stupid. Well, Keanu (laughs) Reeves is, let's say, playing Keanu Reeves pretty much. Dude. Yeah, this is where the world came from. Free my mind. <laughs> and then you just got what was my introduction to George Carlin as Rufus. Mm. And I actually told someone that the other day. Uh, somehow we were talking about Bill and Ted, and I said, you know, oh, and of course it's got George Carlin in it. And the response was, what? Yeah. <laughs> George Carlin is in it? Like, and yeah, Socrates so and Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> not, it has a lot of celebrities. Yeah. Let's not just... Leave it at Carlin. Yeah. And of course, this was. Socrates, I mean, sorry. Yeah, Socrates. Mm-hmm. And of course, this was at the time where you know, Lincoln was still four score oh, and yes. seven years ago. Yeah. <laughs> really sad Daniel Daywood didn't choose to go yeah. with that, you know? <laughs> Just mimicking Bill and yeah. Ted's. It, uh, if only he could have somehow worked into the thing. Be excellent, excellent to yeah. each other. Most and. Party on, dudes! <laughs> oh, my lord. <laughs> but, but yeah, these films, for whatever reason, I just loved watching when I was growing up and every time it was on this was one of those films that I would sit down and watch now unfortunately I don't really have the time yeah. because it's never it's, on they, and, I saw them and once again I, I, I don't think I'd ever need to watch it again there's nothing I don't think in there for me anymore yeah, even I, though I enjoyed watching them at the time I probably have seen them two or three times each yeah, you know, and, but roughly around when they came out on video, you know, yeah. something like that. Yeah, I, I rented it a few times just because there wasn't a lot to rent, and but, uh, well, you find something you like, and you rent it a few times. I, I used to own them on VHS. I had yeah. a TV that had both a DVD player and a VHS. Oh, and yeah. It was always in there. Yeah, and yet, for some reason, it just the replay value for me was just excellent. I could keep watching it. Mm. And I loved, for some reason, it always got me. Maybe because I have an aunt who lives in France. Which is a fantastic way of saying if you're with the English accent, an aunt in France mm-hmm. rather than an aunt in France. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't yeah. quite work as well, but just the idea of Napoleon 
going bowling and Addy's like just mer 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 again and again just for some reason <laughs> yeah, yeah in case you can't we need, figure to, we it need out, to have a uh, ding we need to have the uh, timer for the board game out here yeah, and then, yeah. hey it'd be for me too you know yeah, yeah. well you don't next need one. it apparently ne- next round robin well I am yeah but yeah, next time we do this, we'll, right. we'll do a, a stopwatch on our phone okay, or something. Okay, yeah, okay. Like three and a half minutes, and then ah, yep. cut off in the middle. Because <laughs> like, ah, it's going to bite me too, because the ones I really want to talk about, right. I'm like, eh. Why didn't we think of that earlier? Actually? I don't know. <laughs> because we're stupid. <laughs> we like, he likes, yeah, listen to the movies we like. <laughs> and we're the movie experts, apparently. <laughs> no, we uh, are, we are. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to think which of these will get the biggest laugh out of you, or the biggest, oh my God, like the pacifier. But yeah. I'm just going to name, since I we probably should have counted to see yeah. to an equal number, too. But I have like four or five or six more here. Right. But uh, Pretty Woman. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, he, he, I think I just gave him a migraine. <laughs> With no, that, no, do continue. It's an implausible story, yes. I like Richard Gere. I like Julia Roberts. I'm not going to apologize for either of those things. <laughs> no, no. Very good actors and actresses. Yes, I like Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander's in there, you know? Mm-hmm. Some other people are in there. <laughs> Whatever the other you know, hooker was. But, you know, are. yeah, hooker beats millionaire, you know? Millionaire apparently wants venereal disease. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they fall madly in love. But, yeah. you know, have some hijinks along the way. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. I believe in the 80s. I don't know. Or maybe that was the 90s. I don't know. What was the year I, on that? I think I will go on a limb and say 90s. With that one, I think early 90s. 90. 90. 90, 90 yep. Yeah. So, Very early 90s. Yes, <laughs> as early as you can get. <laughs> but, you know, you have the iconic scene of him climbing the fire escape at the end with the flowers. And, yeah. You know. <laughs> I enjoy it. I like the romance stuff. I like happy endings uh, for the most part. And that one, you know, delivers. And I will watch that when it is on TV. I am okay. not ashamed to say. Right. <laughs> Let the hate mail pour in, people. <laughs> and then I'm going to jump to uh, Armageddon. Yeah. Armageddon. Yeah. Not a fan, I'm guessing. Well, I'm, I'm a fan of Bruce Willis in Armageddon just because I like Bruce Willis. And see, I'm... I have a lot of reasons here. I have a lot, I love Billy Bob. I like uh, Bruce Willis for the most part. Not right. Tears of the Sun. Not right. <laughs> the latest Die Hards. No more Die Hards, please. Right. Um, I like Affleck for the most part. I thought he was yeah. funny. Uh, uh, had I Michael Clark Duncan in mm. there. R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan. Steve um, Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Well, he's been in all of these, hasn't he? <laughs> somewhere. Uh, even if he was actually just a cameraman, he was in Yeah, he was in there somewhere. He has a credit in there, I'm sure. <laughs> Best boy, gaffer, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Steve Buscemi, who's a guy that plays the Russian, he's in, you know, a ton uh, of stuff. You know, he's, he's one of those faces you're like, ah, oh, recognize him. Yeah. And, you know, Liv Tyler. Love me some Liv Tyler. You know. <laughs> And, and you don't uh, want to miss his things. No, I don't want it. That did get a little ruined. Yeah, <laughs> every time that was on the radio, I'm like, oh my god, change it. And but, of course, it is. I believe I saw a list. That song is number two on the top three played wedding songs of all time. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> and they yeah, and they just like wrote that probably in like two minutes for that movie. But yeah, I don't know. I know there's some story, but it, but it's. <laughs> I mean, it's of the Earth is ending movies. It's. 
I would say my favorite. Um, the the one that I know you're probably gonna say Deep Impact. I was actually gonna say yeah. I like that one. I like the Elijah deep, Wood in that. Uh, I like Morgan Freeman in that. And Morgan but, Freeman, that's yeah, a good great thing. president. You know, a black president, <laughs> <laughs> a black sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'll be the day. Yeah. <laughs> no, it worked in <laughs> some film, brother. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. But uh, obviously more possible than that Gina Davis woman president show. But yeah, yeah sure. that didn't take off. <laughs> but anyway, before I get any more email here. Well, I, I guess I'll have I to did add like both, back. but Armageddon, I mean, it's, I don't know, it just works for me. And, you know, you, you nah, got, nah. yeah, I know it's, yeah, not going to happen, all that stuff. And it's, <laughs> I w- will say, I get a little cheered up at the end when he re- Bruce Willis has, you know, to stay behind and. He gets all those images of his daughter going through life, yeah. and she's, you know, hand on the monitor, don't go, daddy, don't go. <laughs> laugh, people laugh. It's, yeah. you have no heart. <laughs> it's great. Okay, Armageddon. Um, yeah. I, I will say, I, as I did just say, yeah, deep, deep impact then for me. I completely forgotten about that film until you just started talking yeah. about Armageddon. It's like, yeah, actually, I really like that. Pretty one. much you can throw any of those apocalypse movies into guilty pleasures. I don't know if any are done superbly. I, I mean, Day I, After Tomorrow, you got I Core, you got, what's the one with the flying to the sun? Uh, core, Solaris. The Core is when they, I think, no, 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 or I mean, something, and they Solaris go into the... the sun. I, I like okay. the Core. Yeah. I like the or core. something. Hillary Swank, was that Hillary Swank? I don't know. In the Core? Or she was in one of those. I don't know. I don't think she was in the Core. Oh. I don't know. Either way. She might yeah. have been a deep impact. Kind of, kind of all of those, I think, kind of yeah. ride that line of silly. But yeah, just because it's a plause, you yeah. know, it's a plot center that has not happened, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's always, well, you don't know that's what it's going to be like. But okay. And just going to mention this one briefly uh, for my friend Grace. I'm just not that into you. I haven't seen it. But <laughs> that's her guilty pleasure movie. So there you go, Grace. Hey. Hey. All right. <laughs> Uh, and, um, I, oh, I, oh, have you course, seen that film? No, I've oh, okay. not seen that film, but I just had something pop into my head. Of course, I've now completely forgotten it. So keep talking and it will pop back into my head. <laughs> go, go. Well, <laughs> all right. I will uh, bring up my next one, I guess. Okay. And this is a film that I will say I should be ashamed to say I love, but mm. I am not. Okay. <laughs> it is most definitely, no two ways about it, a chick flick romantic comedy starring Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, where she plays a reporter and she is trying, you know, to do all of these horrible things that annoy, would annoy a boyfriend, and his, at the same time, wouldn't you know it, his friends bet him to, you know, (laughs) you know, the opposite, pretty much, to put it, you know, and so, oh... We're both lying to each other. You know, the little twist, you know, on the romantic comedy is usually the one person's holding something back or is meeting them through suspicious circumstances or, you know, is not completely honest from the forefront. These two people are both lying, you know. Ooh, they did something different. But, uh... (laughs) Wouldn't you know it, love still finds a way. Just oh. like life in Jurassic Park. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> life always finds a way. <laughs> and so does love. And hey, you gotta love Kate Hudson in that yellow dress. Am I right, guys? Alright. <laughs> so did you happen to think of what you were... Uh... No, no, I know it's didn't. not gonna come back until last we finish recording. Okay. <laughs> so I'll just keep it moving along. Man. Yeah, keep it uh, Keep it moving along. I don't know, I might get some fallback from this, but I'm sure some people will think it's a classic, but... It isn't actually that great of a film. Joe Dirt. 
Uh, oh, I've not seen it, but that is a David Spade. David film, Spade, yes. Okay. Yeah, Brittany Daniels. Um... I, I have seen the poster for it. Yeah. And based on that, I decided I'm probably not going to watch it. Uh... He even says in the commentary, he says, the formula for this was say dang a lot, movie will be funny. <laughs> <laughs> and he pretty much says, dang. Gets yeah. hurt. We're going to see some boobs. Dang. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it's white trash heaven. And you yeah. got Christopher Walken. That you should need to see okay, it for Walken. Yeah, see I, it for Walken because you you know you love him doing comedy. Oh yeah, or well, doing anything. But yeah, well, comedy, right. yeah, is great. And Brittany Daniels, eh, not too bad to look at. And you got Kid Rock, which is I actually don't like Kid Rock's music, but he is hilarious as Robbie in that <laughs> movie. So that's Joe Dirte. And Dirty. I did church it up. All right. <laughs> And I think I'm going to save that one for last because I think you will laugh at me the most. And uh, all right, I I, I, have, I haven't have thought of the, the okay. one that it was, but I've just thought of another one, and it is entirely because of how old I was when I watched it mm-hmm. and what I was into at the time. The Dark Crystal. Nope. Well, oh, wouldn't that have been crazy if I was right though? Oh <laughs> my god, that would have been incredible. Okay, a team of teenagers with attitude are recruited <laughs> and try set teenage th- ninja turtles. No. And this, mm. this is exactly how it's written. I recruited and try save Angel Grove from the evil witch Rita Repulsa and later Lord Zed Emperor of all he sees and their horde of monsters. That is the show. No, no, no. It, no. Yeah, all right. Mm. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. That is one of those films that I can't help but when it's on. Which which Pink Ranger is that? Is it Amy Jo Johnson in that? I will because I will watch check. it for Amy Jo Johnson. That cute little Amy Jo Johnson, Kimberly Hart. Yes. Hey, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't mess around. Hey, <laughs> I, I don't really know what to say with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's so cute. Come on, she's like four foot ten or whatever. No, no, she's adorable. I, I, I get it. It's yeah. just that the fact that. That was the you only reason I thought, oh, that I knew that who the big ranger was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, she does a lot of TV and Lifetime movies now, I believe. Oh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have to say, going through the I think list, she's in something big, though, coming up. I don't know. Going through the list here of the names, the only person I have heard of after this film is Johnny Young Bush. And that is because he does a lot of voice acting for anime. And he was the Black Ranger, I believe. Mm. I may be wrong, and I can't find it. But I think he was the Black Ranger. But whatever. And this film, I like Power Rangers. This film came out, and I thought it was a good film. It isn't, (laughs) by any stretch of the imagination. But I still like it. (laughs) All right. It is definitely a nostalgia thing for me now. (laughs) And, of course, it was when the White Ranger... Was in it, which wasn't very long, I think, in the show. Although I might be thinking of the Green Ranger. I think the Green Ranger oh, was I evil, might be and then became good, and then changed colors, and then and it was ridiculous. Oh, oh I must <laughs> say, yes. People, I, I think what you need to do is just hold off until they you can find the box set of Pokemon and the Power Ranger movie. Oh, yes. Yes, hold <laughs> off. The day will come. <laughs> and your dreams will come true. Don't just rush out and pay the $5 for one. Pay the $5 for both. Oh, yes. Unless, of course, it's on Netflix. In which case, happy day. Oh, yes. Party time. All right. So, now, back to a callback um, Uh to one of my, or my very first movie, uh, Weekend at Bernie's, which I mentioned, Uh which, oh, I should probably go ahead and have my backup. Weekend at Bernie's 2. Weekend at Bernie's (laughs) (laughs) 2. No, that's my, yeah. Oh, that would be, yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, he's just checking his phone. Yes, yes, I just need <laughs> my support, but yeah, because I knew I'd mess up her name. But yeah, anyway, uh, Catherine Mary Stewart as the lovable and adorable Maggie in this film, uh, and Lance Guest as Alex Rogan. And I'll go ahead and read the synopsis here. A video gaming boy seemingly doomed to stay at his trailer park home all his life finds himself recruited as a gunner for an alien defense force. <laughs> and the film is, Paul? Uh, the Last Starfighter by Yes, Jones. sir. <laughs> Excellent. The poor man's Star Wars, yeah. if there ever was one. And my preferred, and I will whoa, say. Whoa, thank you, sir. I am I'm not, so happy I lent you that yeah, film. Um, I am not a Star Wars fan, really. I and love me this some film, Star Wars. Yeah, very much so. And I believe Robert Preston's last movie. Mm, yes, I don't it know. Was. I think, yeah, as uh, Centauri. Yeah, based on what I recall from yeah. the, yes, unfortunately, his last Yeah, film. his, oh, awesome. Go watch Robert Preston's work if you haven't. But, yeah, basically, you know, it's... It spawned a lot of gamers, I think. I think that's part of... I would have to attribute that as to part of why I love video games. Right. Is that, I don't know when this alien, this defense league is going to come recruiting me, so I better get cracking on this game, you know? <laughs> if well, a whole bunch of walking mushrooms I mean, turn 84, up, I'm ready. This movie, or, uh, <laughs> I was two when this movie came out. So, I mean, I probably didn't see it until it came on TV, yeah. you know, in like 87 or 88 or something like that. And of course, I didn't see it until you lent me. Yeah, like uh, three months ago or whatever yeah. it was. <laughs> Yeah, but it is, I will admit, very silly in parts. The graphics do not hold up, but if you watch the specials on it, I, I don't think they're going to take you out of the film, but no. I sh- I, let me say that. But you can obviously tell when there are yeah. graphics. They're very blocky, very poly- very few polygons, uh, yeah. not very highly rendered. I think, uh, think Tron, mm-hmm. but less budget. Yeah, <laughs> but it was, if you watch the specials, which I... I'm way into those. They claim the first film to use computer graphics throughout. Like, not as just one little right. bit in there. Okay. Like, as yeah. a main part of yeah. the film. For more but than, you say, remember Star minutes. Wars came out five years earlier, but they used miniatures primarily. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. The miniatures and forced perspective. And yeah. yeah. So, even though the Star Wars looks really well, a lot of that is done with camera work and in camera yeah. work and, you know, stuff like that, not and computers. I will say. To be fair to Star Wars, like you could see if they'd have made Star Wars not using miniatures, mm-hmm. using the graphics available, mm-hmm. then maybe it wouldn't quite be. The oh way. yeah, but uh, I recommend <laughs> people go or er, not go see, <laughs> just <laughs> buy the Last Starfighter. It's a good film, and you got Zer. Oh Zer, I gotta love Zer and Grig, who looks. I don't want to say it, but he kind of looks like, uh, it's just a turd. <laughs> Does he not? But, he, yes. but he's kind of like turtle, half turtle, yeah. or mole, turtle, mole person. But he's yeah. very chocolatey. <laughs> Rather and chocolatey, bumpy. Yes, <laughs> But he has the best laugh in any movie. <laughs> 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 that is his laugh. <laughs> yeah. The sort of yeah. laugh like, did you just get punched in the stomach? <laughs> Are you dying? Do we need to do CPR? Yeah, it's just great to see this kid, you know, go off. It's, you know, I have a shirt that says, you know, the, the trailer park, Starlight, Starbright Trailer Park. Yeah. I, just, I love that shirt. I don't know, it's, you know, just that classic kind of story of, I, w- I know I was meant to do something more with my life. Right. And yeah. this just not takes just on that man- role. Not just you know. take, do maintenance in a trailer mm-hmm. park. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing against trailer park maintenance men. Yeah. <laughs> if you're happy, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, go they, for it. This but kid is... Once more, more you basically, know, yeah, his he's forced laugh. into it. Yeah, his friends laugh at him for wanting to go to college, you know, yeah. or waiting for the response, you know, for in the mail and all that. And, you know, it doesn't go to the beach, has to stay and, you know, help his mom repair yeah. crap. And, you know, but hey, Catherine Mary Stewart, there's a reason right there. <laughs> uh, come on. Forever young. And she's actually looking pretty damn good these days, too, if I can say. All right, so The Last Starfighter. And I think, 
you might enjoy, well, not enjoy the film, <laughs> but enjoy this selection because okay. you can tear me apart. Let me go ahead and uh, look up the synopsis here real quick. <laughs> but it is uh, one I loved the minute I saw it. I will say when I saw the trailers for this movie, yeah. I thought, stupid. I thought, that looks ridiculous. I want nothing to do with that film. And did not see it in the theater. And I, if I could even recall, I think I just rented it because I had seen everything else that was out at that time. Okay. And I just, like, Blockbuster was close to me. And I'm like, well, uh, you know, I'll grab three movies or something and pick this will be one of them. And if it sucks, at least I got two. I think I'm going to like, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> How old is this film? This film is from 2001. Okay. Yeah, so kind of modern. Okay. <laughs> yeah, within this millennium. <laughs> All right. <laughs> But we'll see if uh, you can get it from this. A poet falls for a beautiful, I'm going to say a beautiful hooker, whom a jealous duke covets in this stylish movie with music <laughs> drawn from familiar 20th century sources. I changed a few words because they gave it way, immediately away. Right. Um, if you have nothing, uh, I'll read it as it is. No, uh, no. A beautiful, uh, a poet falls for a beautiful courtesan, whom a jealous duke covets in this stylish musical with music drawn from familiar 20th century Shakespeare sources. Shakespeare Love? Moulin Rouge. Ah. <laughs> which, oh, which I wish it had been. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, which I think we have talked about off air yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. This is a film that I cannot stand. <laughs> my wife really likes it, and me and my best friend, who was my best man at my wedding, and we were at university together, we did a film course. This was one of the required watchings for one of our classes. So we went to the viewing. We said, okay, we're going to give it a go. So we sat down and we started watching it. And when the Romanian or whatever it is falls through the guy's ceiling, we stood up and left. <laughs> we, That's, you didn't I, even get into the movie. No, I know, but it was that sort of thing. Of, neither uh. of us like musicals, really. And I knew I hated most of the songs in this film. And I didn't like oh, musicals anyway. so well done. <laughs> And then the way that they started it, I, I, we both looked at each other and were like, this is not for us. This well, can maybe I talk us. about the movie? I, yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, carry yeah. on. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, the music, uh, that was one of my big apprehensions. Like, no, I don't want to see a lot of these 80s and 90s pop music, which I actually like. Right. I don't want to see them butchered by Nicole Kidman and Ewan McGregor, mm-hmm. which I actually, and Jim Broadbent and John Leguizamo and yeah. whoever, you know. Basically, it's a really good cast, it. but yeah. <laughs> I think the songs were well done. I think the arrangements they used were really innovative, and just with the scene direction and like you know climbing on the elephant with uh, your song and all that stuff. I don't know. It's just yeah, the can can yeah, the Gloria Estefan you know one and We Will Rock You. I think is in there. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It's a tragic story. Uh, Well, the you're writing area. You know, you know it. You go in knowing that. You know, Nicole Kidman's going to die from the consumption. <laughs> but, yeah, she got the consumption. But, uh... <laughs> Didn't I don't miners usually get that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it happened a lot at the turn yeah, of the yeah. 20th century. But, I don't know, it's super stylish, as everything is with Baz Luhrmann. And I do love musicals for the most part. I just, like I said, I don't... Or I think I've said before, I don't like the really catchy stuff. I don't like right. the show-toony stuff, like, yeah. you know, Mamma Mia and kind of, you know, those beats or whatever arrangements. Yeah. But I liked this take, and it, the costume is great. The action is great. <laughs> John Leguizamo is just a 
melancholy, heartbreaking character as Toulouse Lautrec that wants love and knows he will never achieve it. He's you know a little person, right. an LP, you know, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> being politically correct, people. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I love it, and hey, I'm looking forward to Gatsby. So yeah, I I am looking forward to Gatsby actually. <laughs> Mostly because of Leonardo DiCaprio, I think. Yeah. I wouldn't say I've loved, but I've enjoyed everything that he's... He being Baz. Yeah. Being, the, you know, Strictly Ballroom, which I did enjoy. And Romeo and Juliet, which I liked. Leonardo again. You know. Strictly Ballroom, is that the Australian film? Or is I think that... that's Australia. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, I cannot remember if it is Strictly Ballroom that is the Australian film... Is Strictly Ballroom a comedy at all? No. Then it's not Strictly Ballroom. I don't, I don't see it as, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, apparently it is a comedy. I thought of it more as a romance and drama. But uh, Could you tell me who's in it very quickly? If you um, I could. Uh, Paul mm-hmm. Mercurio, Bill Hunter, Tara Maurice, Pat Thompson. I don't know who. Yeah. I don't re- remember recognizing anyone, really. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know any of these I'm going to have to look it up later. Yeah. From 92. Yeah, that was the first one then I think ninety seven might have been Romeo and Juliet the re you know that readaptation or whatever yeah. reimagining with Claire Danes and yeah. Leo <laughs> hey you like Leo you said I, and I, I think that like, was that was like pre Titanic too as well I believe same year isn't it well uh, yeah I think it was same year but slightly prior I, I don't yeah. know all right correction department get on that. <laughs> But I don't know, yeah, it's Moulin Rouge, that's what I got for you. All right. yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And I would say, you know, before we go any further, I'd say probably Paul would agree. Send us yours. Send yeah. us the ones you agree with. Send us the ones you disagree with. Send us Some your ones own. we didn't mention. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'd love to hear from yeah, you. Yeah, so. love to hear from anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Is anyone listening? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and I, I believe, as I was telling you beforehand, like you, you were telling me of someone that got a hold of you, they listened to this podcast and they got a hold of you through one of, your friends, yes. and their friends. They didn't bother going to our Twitter account. Combs. At, <laughs> yeah, I know you're listening. Uh, our Twitter account at Bloatbusters or getting a hold of us on Facebook. You know, Facebook.com. Like us on Facebook, Combs. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> and we have two email addresses. I'm not even going to bother to say them on here. They'll be in the notes. They'll in the be liner on the notes. website. Look on the yeah. liner notes on iTunes or in Hipcast. Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah they'll be there. You, there yeah. are plenty of ways to get a hold of us. Not texting roommates. <laughs> well, he's not allowed to text his yeah, friend. Okay, Let's not yeah. say that. Okay, no, you are allowed to contact the roommate. However, specifically about this do both. podcast, do both. Let him know and let me know. Yes, yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah, anyway, we, we do read these things. You know, we love. Yes, we love feedback. Good and bad. Yeah. And I think you're wrong about it anyway. The rocky thing. Okay, that's all I'm saying. All, all right. right, I'm not getting involved. Okay. <laughs> all right. So let's uh, get through our Netflix sleepers All real right. quick and say well, arrivederci. Well, this one for me is actually a TV show. I did a TV show during the mini one I just did. And this is another one. It is called Father Ted. And it is a show. Not fathered. Father no, yeah, Ted. Yeah. Fa- <laughs> okay, Father, I didn't know how much you were delaying speaking uh, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Father, Father Ted. Ted. <laughs> gotcha. It is about priests. Therefore, mm. Father Ted. And it's about Is it a teddy bear? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is <laughs> and he, and an Irish teddy bear by Seth MacFarlane. Okay. <laughs> and he is an Irish priest. He is stuck on this godforsaken island. Ironically, mm. you know, he's A been shoved there. No. <laughs> I'm making this worse. No. There may be one or two characters. Hijinks ensue. to ensue, but not because of the location. Okay. Not because of my yeah. quasi-disguised pedophilia. No, no. <laughs> okay. 
Now, th- this guy has been sent there by a superior so that he cannot cause any trouble whatsoever. Mm. And he is stuck with two of the most inept priests that have ever existed. One of whom doesn't necessarily believe in God, but he's, you know, he's still a priest. And one of whom says pretty much nothing other than feck, girls, and drink. Okay. And, of course, they have a landlady who is obsessed with tea. Like, oh, you have a cup. Oh, go on, you must have a cup. Oh, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. And go on, go on, go on. And it's basically these really weird characters. And Father Ted, aside from the fact that what happened to him to cause him to end up there is never fully explained, but all he ever says is, no, the money was only resting in my account. Like, aside from Father Ted, everyone else is just batshit crazy, if I say. Like, there's something wrong with all of these people. And Father Ted seemed to be the only one that's like, you know, I just want off of this island. <laughs> I'll do anything to get off. And it's got a bunch of people that later became very famous. It's got a guy called Graham Norton, who some people might know over here. He's a chat show host. Mm. Uh, he, he had an American version America. for like a he year or two. It. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, it's just a really funny show. There are some things where it's like, you know, okay, that is a very Irish thing or a rather English thing, but overall, just solid jokes okay. and definitely worth a watch. I was all right, good which to know. Obviously, I'm recommending it. All right, <laughs> all right. And I am going to go with a film from 2000, a foreign film, uh-huh. and it's <laughs> Betaru Roraru. <laughs> I think that was the, ori- the original title. I don't know if I butchered that. I'm sure. But uh, American American title, Battle Royale. <laughs> and just like to say for all of you people that think the Hunger Games is the shit. <laughs> and I know I shouldn't be antagonistic. No. But, you know. Um, but still. But still. <laughs> or is the shit not shit. Yeah. Right, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I will yeah. say I enjoyed Hunger Games. But I didn't think it was a bad film. If one, you want to see that plot done correctly <laughs> and originally. <laughs> it's uh, Yeah. So just briefly, this is in the future. The Japanese government captures a class of ninth grade students and forces them to kill each other under the Revolutionary Battle Royale Act. It is extremely violent. It yeah. is gruesome. It <laughs> and doesn't pull any punches like the Hunger Games. Yeah. It's not, you know, teen fodder. It's dark. Yeah. It, darkly comic at times. And darkly disturbing at times. As it would be. But it is a... Yeah, I mean, you're fighting for your life. You're making allegiances until the last moment where... When is this person going to turn and try to kill me? Yeah. (laughs) You know, let's work together and we'll figure the rest out later. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's, you know, only one man standing kind of thing. Actually, only one man standing. Yeah, (laughs) and it's... I mean, it starts off with a bang. I mean, like, they get their little orientation going and if you don't take it seriously... <laughs> I guess you're not going to be playing the game for long. I'll just say that. It won't yeah. get any more spoilers, but watch it. It is twisted. Don't give subtitles as an excuse. You're educated. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't even notice five minutes into the movie that you're yeah. reading. And really, if you don't even want to follow it, just watch the action. <laughs> and yeah. it's still pretty crazy. It's like if Tarantino... Tarantino doesn't need to make this movie because yeah, it's already been made. Yeah. Like he would have, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, so check out Battle Royale. Uh, you want to see something really original. Uh, yeah. So I think that's about all I got in me. 
Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> I think. All right. Sorry, folks. <laughs> Thank you if you stuck with us. Yeah. As yeah. always. The what, two of you? <laughs> hey, all right. <laughs> okay, okay, three. Wait, three. wait, wait. We're going to listen later. All right, four. We'll double the, we'll double the listenership. Hey. <laughs> hey. All right. Yeah, I should be downloading this. Come on. Yeah, Have come the stats. On. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, I think I'm auto-downloading anyway oh, on okay. my app. Yeah, all so right. anyway. Yes. I've been Brian. And I've been Paul. We'll see you later, folks. All right.